Hello and welcome to Father Luke's homilies. This homily was preached in the Catholic parish of Brandon and Mildenhall for the Feast of the Most Holy Trinity 2022. I pray that this homily is of some use to you. God bless you. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, I still have many things to say to you, but they would be too much for you now. But when the Spirit of truth comes, he will lead you to the complete truth, since he will not be speaking as from himself but will only say what he has learnt, and he will tell you of the things to come. He will glorify me, since all he tells you will be taken from what is mine. Everything the Father has is mine. That is why I said all he tells you will be taken from what is mine. The Gospel of the Lord. The Holy Trinity is a mystery. You can't explain it. It's a mystery. You just have to believe it. That's what we are often told. Well, yes and no. The Holy Trinity is indeed a mystery, but theological mysteries are not strange ideas you can't understand or make sense of. Rather, they are things that you can endlessly understand. Meaning, there is no point at which you can say, yes, I've got it. But rather, as Richard Raw says, always and forever, the mystery gets you. The mystery gets you. So there are things... True things that we can know and say about God. Things that have been revealed by God to us through scripture, tradition and worked out through theology. But this will never be the full complete story. There will always be more to say, more to know, more to learn. Now the Holy Trinity is not some nice idea or esoteric belief. It is the greatest teaching of who God is in and of himself. But how often do we think of the Trinity? We make the sign of the cross many times at Mass and many times throughout the day. We say in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, not in the names of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, but in the name of. In the name of. God is is three persons, but one being. The Father is not part of God. The Son is not part of God. The Holy Spirit is not part of God. They are God, fully and yet distinct. He is a unity and a trinity. We struggle to get our heads around it. We can't grasp it completely because God is God. He is so far removed from 
us, beyond us, that we as creatures of the one who keeps all things in being at all moments should not expect to be able to grasp the mystery of the Trinity in all its fullness. It would be easier to explain the microchip to an ant. But we can allow the mystery to grasp us. And that mystery is the mystery of relationship. The mystery of love. To say God is Trinity is to say that God is relationship. Which is another way of saying what St. John says. God is love. Love stands at the centre of this mystery that we celebrate today. Love is at the heart of God's nature. And thus love is the absolute heart of our faith. Now love cannot be contained. It is alive. It's dynamic. To love, you have to have someone or something to love. You cannot love in a vacuum. Love gives of itself, seeks the good of the other, is directed towards the other. Now, if we say that God is love, it stands to reason that God has to have something or someone to love. And since God existed before anything existed, for God has always been It must be the case that God had to love himself perfectly. From all eternity, the Father loves the Son with a perfect love. And the Son loves the Father with a perfect love. And the love which moves from Father and Son is itself a perfect person, the Holy Spirit. Now, as I know, I've mentioned before, largely because it's such an important and amazing teaching and idea, but it doesn't hurt to say this again. The Greeks use a special word to describe this relationship, and that word is perichoresis. A good translation in English for this would be the word choreography. From all eternity, God exists as a perfect dance of love, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. What is more, at our baptism, the love of God is poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, as St. Paul reminds us at the end of our second reading. So at our baptism, we receive the Holy Spirit. God came to live in us, and the Holy Spirit flows in and through us. This happens because God never stops loving He never stops being God. The dance of love between Father, Son and Holy Spirit continues, except now we, we are caught up in this divine dance. To be a Christian is to be invited into the eternal dance of God. This is the mystery of mysteries. He who is eternal love invites each one of us to share in his eternal dance of love forever. This means that our spiritual life 
our interior life, is actually not so much about what we do, but what we allow God to do in and through us. This takes a bit of a mental shift. We are so used to thinking that we must do more, that we've got to do things. We must um, say more prayers or do more spiritual things, etc. And it's not bad (laughs) to want to do things, but when it comes down to it, our lives are more about who we are and who God is as opposed to what we do. We shouldn't define ourselves simply, or in fact at all, by what we do, but rather who we are. We are human beings. We exist to be. We are not human doings. We do not exist simply to do, to function. That has lots of ramifications, of course, for um, pro-life issues. We'll talk about that in the coming weeks. Our Christian life is actually us learning to simply be with God, allowing God to dance with us and in us. And as we dance with God and become attentive to the divine choreography, we notice how we are called to to live and to love differently to the world around us. And part of this being is learning to be quiet in prayer. Or as I like to say, learning to shut up in the presence of God. What I mean is this. We often think about prayer as stuff we say and tell God. Occasionally, we might even try and listen to him. But prayer is more than this. Some of the best prayer is simply sitting in the presence of God, allowing him to see us in all our vulnerability and allowing ourselves to see him. And when we learn how to be, to be comfortable in the presence of God, we begin to see ourselves, to see others and to see God more clearly. We begin to see with the eyes of love, the eyes of the Trinity. And as we sign ourselves with the cross today, a simple action that many of us have been doing almost automatically since we were children, let us remember that we are signing ourselves in the mystery of love. So let us strive to live accordingly. We might not be able to help people understand the theological intricacies of this mystery, but we can certainly help them to experience love. Amen. Thank you for listening to my homily podcast. For more information about the Catholic Parish of Brandon and Mildenhall, please go to our website, which is stthomas-stjohnparish.com. That's stthomas-stjohnparish.com. If you want to read more articles and stories and theological reflections, please check out my blog at fatherlukegoymore.com. That's fatherlukegoymore.com. 
Feel free also to follow me on Twitter at FatherLukeG and Instagram at FatherLukeGoymore. Stay safe and God bless you.